Hi, welcome to episode 597 of the Fantastic Forecast. I'm Dave Elliott. And you know how I like to complain about those issues of FF that focus on the kids, Franklin and Valeria? I think someone at Fox has been listening, and they're making the next Fantastic Four movie just to spite me. In every episode of the Fantastic Forecast, I'll be talking about a different issue of the Fantastic Four, starting with issue 1 and going all the way to issue 645. Today it's Fantastic Four 607 from August 2012, Inert by Jonathan Hickman and Giuseppe Camancoli. Wow, another different artist. These artists must really hate Jonathan Hickman. No one wants to stick around for very long. He cycles through artists the way I cycle through... Okay, that might be a little too personal. The story begins in the African nation of Wakanda. There in that downtown area, there's these two big giant panther statues. Charlotte, you're going to have to try a little harder to compete. Out comes the king and queen, Black Panther's T'Challa and his wife, Storm. They're still married at this point? Still married? And a private plane belonging to the Fantastic Four lands, and they are announced as honored guest, and Reed and Sue and all the kids come pouring out. It seems Reed brought all the kids there to do some learning, even though Franklin says he's come to ride some elephants. Whatever happened to the flying jackets that he and Valeria had anyway? Those were pretty amazing, but immediately forgotten. Bentley has to point out that Black Panther is no longer the leader of Wakanda. He got his ass kicked by Doctor Doom twice, and Wakanda lost all their natural resources. And his sister Shuri took over the throne, so he's no longer king. T'Challa bumps into Bentley and says, You think it's a throne that makes a man a king? Well, uh, yeah, that's kind of exactly what a king is. Bentley's like, uh, I just want to ride some elephants too. So Black Panther welcomes everyone to Wakanda, and then we go into a flashback to a millennia ago, that would be the year 1012. There's this, uh, crap about the world ending, the blood sky becoming black, Amun-Ra has fallen, seems to be some kind of ancient civilization here, and this dude, Amun-Ra, is getting attacked by skeleton people on chains being held by some dude with a dog head, Anubis, the death god, who came looking for something from Amun-Ra, which seems to be his heart, which he wants to take. But, ah, but Amun-Ra was well prepared because his heart is hidden. He hid his heart with someone else, some cat lady, who's standing there holding a bloody heart surrounded by two fierce panthers. I guess you could say that Anubis was more of a cat person than a dog person. Back in the present in Wakanda, Reed and T'Challa are walking along together and T'Challa says he wasn't expecting Reed to bring all those kids. I know, right? Why would he do that? Everywhere Reed goes he encounters great danger, so yeah, bring a bunch of kids. Reed seems to think they're there to help Wakanda with some of their infrastructure problems. 
but T'Challa is like, What? Why do you think you're here? Reed thinks it's to help them cope with the loss of vibranium, their main natural resource. I don't know what happened to all their vibranium, but I'm guessing it has something to do with De Beers coming in and taking over the vibranium mines for themselves. Because draining the African continent of all their natural resources is what, is what De Beers does best. T'Challa says that Wakanda has more going for it than just vibranium. They've been more technically advanced than any other country on Earth for longer than any other country on Earth. And they've been using the money from the sales of vibranium to amass trillions of dollars. So their problems are not economic. Their problems are ancient. And we see a flashback to that cat lady. Not a woman who owns a lot of cats, but an actual cat-like lady tossing that bloody heart down a well. I hope she made a wish first. And T'Challa goes on to say, For a man to have more, others must have less. For a nation to be great, others must be less so. And with knowledge, Wakanda became the greatest nation of all. I wish I had knowledge. Mainly the knowledge of what the hell this issue is about. The cat lady put some blood on one of the local men's faces. Perhaps he's an ancestor of the Black Panther. And then later, they're having a big banquet with the current queen, Shuri, or whatever her name is. She's sitting on a throne, up on a, on a riser, on a platform, behind the table, which seems like a really crazy seating arrangement. And in the middle of the meal, the doors fly open, and invaders enter. It's the skeleton people again from a thousand years earlier. Reed, Sue, and the others fight back, beating the crap out of all of those skeleton people very easily. Which, you know, skeleton people look really cool, but they are skeletons. They have zero muscle mass. So they must be the weakest things ever. A skeleton person, if you see a skeleton person, you should just like be like, uh, whatever, you know. Fighting a skeleton person would be like fighting Ruth Bader Ginsburg. It'd be pretty easy. So after it's all over, Black Panther says to Reed, This is why I asked you to come. Really? Skeleton people? So later, Reed and T'Challa are in their superhero uniforms, and Black Panther says that this is the third attack this month, and their time grows short. So the two of them head off on some journey together, down a long spiral staircase deep into the earth. And at the bottom, they find a big statue of the head of Amun-Ra from that earlier flashback. And Panther says, this is where our journey begins. And that is where our issue ends. So far, I'm not sure why Black Panther needs Reed's help to deal with skeleton people. They don't seem like much of a threat. The art of this issue, by the way, by Giuseppe Kemuncali. I like it a lot, actually. Reminds me of former artist on the book Paul Pelletier. Paul Pelletier. Giuseppe does a great job of drawing the technologically advanced city in Wakanda, and the art is my favorite part of the issue. And since in the last episode in FF19 we saw the kids, what the kids were up to in Wakanda, I'm not going to do an issue of FF this episode, so we'll call it a show. If you have any questions about the Fantastic Four, about this podcast, or if you need relationship advice, you can email me at podcastff at gmail.com. Follow me on Twitter, Dave Elliott, Elliot at podcastff. 
And you can download other episodes of iTunes and find them all at www.podcastff.podbean.com. So long, kids. This podcast is over. Let's go. Make no excuses now. I'm talking here and now. I'm talking here and now. Let's go. Your time is running out. I'm talking here and now. I'm talking here.